Rock of ages, clap for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy riven side which flowed be of sin the double cure. Cleanse me from its guilt and He who overcomes and he who keeps my deeds until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron as the vessels of the potter are broken to pieces, as I have also received authority from my father. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We're reading Revelation today. It's going to be a good day. uh, (laughs) I'm here. Cameron's there. Hi. And we're here this week to tell you that our minds may be in the wrong place. Mine's firmly between my ears. <laughs> you <laughs> think that now. Oh, okay. What? All right. All right. Here we go. I have, I threatened more, but I have three. Count them. Three stories. All right. Three. They are certainly, let's see, the, the, uh, the, uh, the bad, the good, and the ugly, I think would be the, the order of today. Okay. Or maybe it's the ugly, the good, and the bad. I don't, I'm not quite sure. I will, so regardless... You will have to be the judge. Gotcha, gotcha. But today is the silliest day we'll have had in a while. Oh, okay. And we have potentially a rival for the alcoholic journalists or overgrown children eating gummy bear story. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Which may still be the story of the year. I don't know if anything has topped it yet, but we have something today that may be close. Maybe close. All right. Maybe so close. And I have reserved that for story number three. <laughs> Alrighty. So Although wait. story number th- number two might be up there as far as the lunacy of the world. Okay. So, all right. Let's get the serious stuff out of the way. Please. This is the, I have to save this for after you go grocery shopping because otherwise this might encourage you too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> story number one, murder on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The United States murder rate increased nearly 30% in 2020. Nobody had anything else to do. This is what the FBI <laughs> is saying. The largest percentage increase in modern United States history and almost 5,000 more murders last year than the year before. Now, the rate is still down from the heights of the violent 1990s when people were just shooting each other in New York and Chicago, left, right, and center. But it, the mm-hmm. increase is the troublesome part. Okay. The Bureau released its Uniform Crime Report. It just sounds is it like dressed nicely? I don't know, but you have to say it like that. I mean, yeah, you true. can't You can't release Where's, the Uniform Crime Report. It has to be the Mc- Uniform Crime Report. <laughs> Where's McGruff when you need him? Exactly. <laughs> They released the, the statistics from this report on mm-hmm. Monday and estimated there were 21,570 murders in the United States last year, an increase of 29.4% from 2019, with 4,901 additional murders in 2020. In raw numbers, 2020 saw more total murders than any year since 1995, when an estimated 21,610 people were murdered in the U.S., now, though the total U.S. population has expanded by tens of millions of people since then, the meaning the overall murder rate in the U.S. is still lower. So gotcha. we're killing the same number of people as we did in 1995. There's just more there's, people. But there's more people, so by a percentage of the population, we're killing less. Gotcha. Gotcha. Fun with numbers. Well, that's what happens when you put a whole bunch of people in a house together. The data shows <laughs> the murder rate rising to large heights mm. in the summer of 2020 and then remaining above normal the rest of the year. 
The jump is the biggest since the data started being collected like this in the 1960s. We're not done yet, but question. Okay. Gee, what might have occurred in the summer of 2020 that would have then encouraged murder rates to remain high for the remainder of the calendar year? Oh, that whole burn, rape, and pillage that they did. <laughs> the we basically decided to be modern-day Vikings yeah, in the inner city. Yeah, Minnesota became a Viking village, and as did downtown Chicago and New Seattle, York and Portland, Ala- New Atlanta. York, and which yeah, All I, these stage riots. One yeah. of these days, i got to find the video. Uh-huh. i, I got to find the video again. I, I know you've seen it, but there's this one protest... It's a defund the police protest and a Black Lives Matter protest, and they're they're in this like suburban neighborhood where these white picket <clears throat> fences yeah. and this this these picket fences go down like houses. Uh-huh. Probably a HOA type of thing. And they're and there's this group of protesters, probably twenty twenty five, and they're walking carrying their signs, and they're doing it silently. I mean, like. That's a good protest. You can hear their feet on the pavement as they walk down the middle of the road. And the reason that's the case is all the homeowners are standing on Armed. the road side of their fences <laughs> with, with, with firearms. Uh-huh. Like literal, literal rifles and, and pistols just standing there, not pointing them in, just standing there. This protest walks quietly through this, like a parade. And they get to the end, and at the end of the, the, the neighborhood block, uh-huh. there's a sheriff's deputy you know, sitting with his blue lights going, you know, no siren, just the lights going to let traffic know. And he's just leaning up against his hood, and as they walk by, evening officer, have a good evening officer. Thank you, sir. No, they suddenly became polite. <laughs> holding defund the, holding the police. Defund Thank the you, police sir. Posters. Thank you, officer. Thank good officer. evening, officer. <laughs> it's the greatest video in history. Why I didn't. What are they thanking him for? Thank you for being here so that they won't shoot us on Pretty demand? Much. Or Pretty thank much. you. I mean, <laughs> Pretty much. Because if, if, without that officer there, if you so much as stepped in those people's lawns, somebody, exactly. somebody's going down. Somebody, yeah, it's, it's going down. It's going down ugly. Oh, what my makes the grass grow, Jill Sargent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's getting ready to happen if you step wrong every single time. So back to our story. The FBI said Monday that for the first time in four years, the estimated number of violent crimes in the nation increased when compared with the previous year's statistics, with an overall 5.6% increase in violent crime in 2020 and 1.3 million violent crimes recorded. That's a lot of crime. That is a lot of crime. I mean, I I know statistically speaking... But where is all this crime being had? Well, where are all the people? Uh, We're being invaded. There's a child. The Bureau said that the aggravated assault offenses rose 12.1%, and the volume of murder and non-negligent manslaughter offenses increased by 29.4%. I love that. Non-negligent manslaughter. So, so, like, so on like, purpose. Well, no. So negligent manslaughter was be accidental, like a mans- car wreck. Not, not negligent manslaughter would be when you did something dumb that killed somebody. Okay, so stupidity S- caused the so, accident. But isn't that isn't that what differentiates manslaughter from murder? Yeah, is intent. Yeah. So, so you didn't mean to do it. You did something stupid and somebody got hurt and I died. I guess the concept behind non-negligent manslaughter is that you plead to manslaughter when you really killed somebody. So like I ran yeah. you down with my car. I'm well, I was doing to something stupid. Yeah. The Bureau noted uh, that the property crimes dropped 7.8%. However, making last year the 18th consecutive year when such crimes declined. So we're robbing fewer things, but we're assaulting and killing more people. The FBI said the number of robberies dropped by 9% and the number of rapes fell by 12%. Mm-hmm. So we're not burning, raping, and pillaging. No, we're just killing people and punching them in the face. People fighting. You know why? We're too polite. I'm going back to what we said last week. I we're agree. Too polite. 
Yeah, instead of just saying what you mean and being honest and people can deal with it, you sit there, you try to be nice, you bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up, and then you finally one day snap. They go Michael Douglas and falling down. Mm -mm. Uh, Michael Douglas plays this guy. He's a cubicle worker, and he gets laid off, and he died. I'm trying to remember if he doesn't have the heart to tell his wife or something like that. And he's like pretending to still go to work every day, and then one day he's sitting in traffic and he just snaps, and he goes on a he goes literally on a rampage, and he robs an army surplus store and steals an RPG and blows up gotcha. a fast food place because they won't serve him breakfast at 10:01 a.m. because like breakfast ends at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and he and he tries to order breakfast at 10:01 and they won't do it and he flips out and shoots a cashier instead. <laughs> Gotcha. It, it's all of us. He went postal. Yeah, basically, yeah. He went postal. Be- yeah, ba- ba- back when that was a thing. Yeah, it yeah. still is. They just don't. Yeah, it still is. That's <laughs> happening on a large scale in our society. What ends up that. happening is because nobody's nobody knows how to disagree and hash out problems rightfully mm-hmm. and honestly. It becomes an issue until I snap, and I don't necessarily snap at you because of what you did. I'm snapping at you because of the things that 27 other people have yeah. done. In other words, our lack of honesty and our lack of transparency, both of which are. Christian values. Mm-hmm. Very good things, too. Because we lack those, we are trying to replace them with other things. And yeah. we're trying to replace them with emotionalism and empathy, which mm-hmm. are really just two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So I'm being told all the time that I can't be honest because being honest with you might actually hurt, hurt your, your feelings. feelings. And yeah. I need to be more empathetic. So when it's happening, eventually something just snaps. I can't take it anymore. And then yeah, you I'm to not going to be nice anymore. Now you're the dude in broadcast news. You throw open the, oh, I'm mad and I'm not going to take it anymore. Ah, rebel, <laughs> rebel, 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 rebel. I agree. I completely agree. I see how that can be a big contributing factor because some of the nicest people you meet can really, when push comes to shove, they're going to be the ugliest people when, it, when they've had enough. And that's what ends up happening. And I think the world, because everybody's a, everybody whines about getting their feelings hurt, and now you're the bad guy for hurting somebody's feelings, even if it was true. Eventually, you know what? I have feelings too, and I'm sick of yours. <laughs> and here's where this matters for the Christian. Mm-hmm. When does the world stop? It doesn't. When does the input stop? Mm-mm. See, this is, again, where things that are good, things that are right, dwell on these things. Keep your mind focused above where Christ is. There reaches a point where I'm not telling you to be uninvolved in your world, but there does reach a point for every individual where you have to go, you know what? I need to unplug from this garbage because it's affecting me. And when it starts affecting you, it's time to go. You have to actually dwell on good things. Yes, I agree. I agree completely. There are some days when I am just short with the kids over little stuff, whatever, it doesn't matter. Their shoes didn't get put direct slid perfectly beside their bed. One arm's out in the middle of the floor because they got kicked. And I'm just like, why didn't I? If I'm going, why am I this way? And then I stop and think, what have I been spending my time on lately? When I free time, I've been on Twitter and just I'm just seeing what's going on. And I end up falling down the rabbit hole on Twitter and on other these other social accounts. And I'm like, okay, I spent three hours the last three days each day. Looking at it. And again. And I now I'm just, uh-uh. I involved. gotta get away from it. I, yeah. Be involved. Know what's times. going on. But balance it to make yes. sure, make sure you know what's going on while understanding it through the lens of truth. What is exactly. good and right. And that you're actually evaluating these things and you're not just consuming them like they're a potato chip during a movie, you know? Exactly. Pringles. You can't eat just one or Lay's. That's what those, those Lay's, but you can't eat just one. Yeah. Uh-uh. You gotta let go. Are you ready to have some fun? Okay, yes. Story number two, masks versus helmets. 
We have to wear our helmets now for COVID? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, what are we talking about? In April of this year, I witnessed something on the Stanford campus that will be seared into my memory forever. Oh, gosh. Whenever people start talking like that, my first thought is, yeah, whatever. Get over yourself. <laughs> I don't take you serious. A student okay. on a bicycle wearing flip-flops, AirPods in-ear, going the wrong way through a roundabout in an active construction zone with no helmet. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, bicyclists have to follow bi- have to follow um, car laws, driving laws, and road rules and such. I, ju- I just want to read this again. So, yeah, read a that again. St- a student on a bicycle, uh huh, wearing flip flops. That was like the number one rule when I was a kid. You, you, you don't, don't wear- do that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, tennis shoes, so, people on a bicycle, Ouch. wearing flip flops, uh-huh. AirPods in ear, so he can't hear anything. Mm-mm. Going the wrong way through a roundabout for our Canadian friends, a roundabout, <laughs> in an active construction zone. Jackhammers going, cranes pounding ground. With no helmet. But. But he had a mask Like on. any good follower of science, the student <laughs> was wearing a disposable blue <laughs> face mask. For safety, I guess. <laughs> you ever say, wait a minute, you're not protecting. Oh, he didn't have on knee pads or elbow pads. He didn't have the shin guards. Or the, oh, my God. So I decided to <laughs> attempt a measurement to quantify this phenomenon. Did he ask him, stop him running On down? Wednesday, September 22nd, uh-huh. in the 1 p.m. hour, I observed 400 Stanford cyclists on Lawson Mall, a popular campus street for bicycles. Okay. I simply noted whether each cyclist wore a mask, a helmet, neither, or both. Here okay. are the final tallies. All right. Let's see how smart these college idiots are. <laughs> so, total cyclists... 400. 400, all right. No mask, no helmet. Ooh, he's a free, free, free thinker. He's living dangerously. Oh, so almost half of them are free thinkers. They're just going to do whatever. Who cares? Mask, no helmet. Uh-huh. 134. Okay. 34%. Helmet, no mask, 42, 10%. Mm-hmm. Mask and helmet, 29, 7%. Okay, I have to be honest right now. When you say that, I first think of the ones who no mask, no helmet, probably all have flip flops on. The, over almost almost fifty percent of them, <laughs> almost fifty percent, they're risk takers. They're the ones where Mama said, "Get out of my house. I'm cleaning. Don't you come in until I call you." And they were on their own. The ones who wore the mask and wore a helmet, their mommy probably still packs their lunch. This is what I think. <laughs> There is a masking rate of 41% and a helmet wearing rate of 17%. Well, at least they got that priority straight. It might breathe in damage. This is like that meme that I saw. Again, things I should say that I don't. That um, when it came to cricket, Uh they invented the cup for cricket in like 1890-something. Yeah. But they didn't invent the helmet for the batter in cricket until like 1975. I thought that was football in general. No, I no, that no. Was it was, it was cricket. Was cricket. No, we always oh. had, the, had the leather helmets in football. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Yeah, a piece yeah, of cowhide. The cricket that's, batters that's were, have been wearing a cup for over a century. They've been wearing a helmet for less than a quarter century. We can duck faster than we can bob <laughs> and weave. I can, I can only jump so fast. Yeah, it's like I can't jump or twist or turn, Robert. So, I can duck my head. So Stanford <laughs> students are about twice as likely to wear a mask on a bicycle as a helmet. 
To be certain, there's margin for error here. I mean, obviously. I can only count so many cyclists at a time, and I'm sure I miss some. But the point stands that one of America's leading research universities, and it is, Stanford University is. That's the trees, right? Yeah. Students wear masks on bicycles at a higher rate than they wear helmets. At a two-to-one rate. We are irreparably broken <laughs> as a society. Oh my gosh. I'm serious. <laughs> I know. This is, but this is what I'm talking about when I say, why are we shocked the murder rates up? This is the level of moronicness that we mm-hmm. have going on. I mean, mm-hmm. two to one ratio of wearing a mask Over versus a helmet, a helmet on a bicycle. Now look, if you don't want to wear a helmet on a bicycle, yeah, I don't care. I never had one. If you want to wear a mask on a bicycle, I don't care, but just know I think you're an idiot. Well, you wear the mask in your car. I think the same thing, too. I bet that's something you do. People who wear seatbelts and masks or but don't wear, but still. But it's, it's, it's a bicycle. It's a bicycle. And you're on a campus that so don't breathe. allow cars, more or less. I have to breathe. It. And who am I protecting from COVID and how? I mean, seriously, I'm outside yeah. in California in, the in September. Yeah. I mean, come on. Mm-mm. This is utter insanity. <laughs> yes, it Why? is. Why? Because again, why? Why? Let's be honest. Why are why are half the people that are wearing masks wearing masks? Because it's polite. Because yeah, it's polite. And we're too and we are and we're too polite. Mm-hmm. I have to be empathetic and care about your feelings. So I have to do this thing that doesn't do anything for me that I know doesn't do anything for me that we all recognize doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. But I have to do it anyway in order to be a polite participant in the polite society politely. Yeah. In other words. There's no thought process. Yeah. See, what's the thought? None. See, the people that are wearing mask and helmet, they've always worn the helmet. Yes, they have. They've always worn the helmet. And now they're just adding the mask to it. Mm-hmm. The people that are wearing the mask without wearing a helmet have never worn the helmet. And they're just sitting here saying, but the mask does something. They're not thinking about the fact that I'm wearing a mask to protect me, but what's more likely that I'm going to get COVID on my bike ride or I'm going to fall on the sidewalk and crack my skull? Yeah. I don't care how good of a bicycle you are. You're more likely at that point to do that. You are. You are. Of course, you wear a mask. You're definitely more likely. I mean, lightheadedness. Little stringy thing snaps and you (laughs) suck it in down your windpipe and choke on one. Goldberg machine right there. The the rubber band snapped and I choked on my mask and I fell over the handlebars and Uh and finally. And then the car swerved and they ran into the ditch and then they hit the fountain and the fountain fell on the bird and the bird squawked. (laughs) I mean, yes. Because of all of that, if only like, I had not worn Napoleon my mask lost today. at Waterloo or something like that. Yes, exactly. Oh my god, <laughs> that's gracious. how this works. It's the it's a Rube Goldberg butterfly. Effect. There actually used to be one of those TV shows that went back in history to show how if if only one person way back 150 years ago had done this instead of this. This this particular event in history 150 years later wouldn't have. I can't remember the name of it, but it was actually really funny. Like going. All this moronic like stuff. Thing. It, it might have been one of those type of things, but it, yeah. But my, oh, point, my point is, so the, the people that have thrown the mask on the bicycle, they've, they haven't thought about it. No, they didn't. They haven't thought about it. This is what I do to be polite in a polite society, politely. Mm-hmm. And Christian, I keep pointing this out. You don't get that option. Mm-hmm. You be don't truthful. get the option. Well, it's not just that. You don't get the option to not think about it. Yeah, that's true. Yes. You, you don't get the option to not think about it. And I run across this all too often. We ha- Why are you doing this? I don't know. Like, the like, what do we ask the kids all the time? Do- when the kids do something dumb and like they're trying to jump off the couch, it's like, what did you think was going to happen? I don't know. 
because they're children. Mm-hmm. Christian. You have to be trained to Christian, think. Christian, unless you actually are a child, stop thinking like that. Yeah. When you were a child, you thought like a child. When you became an adult, you put away childish things. Mm-hmm. You actually are supposed to reason. You're supposed to use that transformed heart of flesh, that renewed mind, to evaluate the things of the world so that you are actually thinking through the commands of Christ and the dictates of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit in an active way. So in other words, why did you do that? I don't know. Is never the right answer for the Christian. Not only is it never the right answer, it is always the wrong answer. Yeah. Why? And here, and here's why this matters. Ask questions of everyone about everything. Because the person that doesn't want you asking questions is the person that should be asked the most questions. Oh, yes. Yes. Anybody who doesn't like having them having a question asked, yeah. they need yeah. to be. When because they, they, there, there is malice afoot. Yeah. When they turn into Greta Thunberg, how dare you? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I forgot who she was there for a second. Like going, yeah. Greta, when, who? When I'm thinking, what wrestler I is that? A <laughs> I thought that was I, a wrestler. I need a Greta button. All right. So I, I need an RC Sproul button. Mm-hmm. I need the, um, oh, what was the other one? Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. Yep. Is this so, I but I want a Greta button. Yeah. I want to hit the button. How dare you? See, I seriously, you said Greta Thunberg. <laughs> my first thought was, what gladiator wrestler is she? And then I was like, oh, yeah. How dare She's you? She's a okay. climate chick. Yeah. So, all right. Are you ready to have some real fun? Okay. Rectum barely knew him. I don't like where this is going. An elderly Japanese man developed restless anal syndrome after catching covid and what doctors claim is a world first. I'm just going to let that sentence kind of sit there. See what world. I did there? World. <laughs> you wish he could sit there. World first. Okay, hold on. So there's never been, instead of restless leg, it's restless. You're getting close, but because of COVID. But it's because of COVID. So there's never been another case. Or anybody else has never had this pain in the rear end. Until after this well, one no, man no, no. had COVID. No, they've had this before, but not because of COVID. Not because of COVID. Yeah. Oh. The unidentified so, 77-year-old was admitted to Tokyo Medical University Hospital after testing positive for COVID. Okay. Makes sense. 77-year-old man. Despite his age, he did not require any oxygen during his stay and managed to start breathing normally again 21 days after being admitted. Okay. However, a problem of another kind emerged several weeks after he was discharged. The man began to suffer deep anal discomfort about 10 centimeters above his perineum. And then they tell you what that is. You can go look it up. This gave him an essential urge to move, according to the medics who treated him. I must dance. I must dance. dance. I'm lord of the dance. I must dance. (laughs) (laughs) Defecation did nothing to relieve the man's discomfort, wrote Dr. Ataru Nakamura, who detailed the case in BMC Infectious Diseases. Dr. Nakamura said a colonoscopy revealed the man had in, had internal hemorrhoids but no rectal damage. Testing the man's nervous system also revealed no abnormalities. So there's nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Dr. Nakamura said the symptoms of suffering in the region, the urge to move, the worsening with rest, improvement with exercise but worsening at evening, led medics to diagnose him with restless anal syndrome. That's the fact that that's a diagnosis is why this is a top a, five story of the year. We couldn't have had a better name. No. I mean, that to me sounds like sciatic nerve because... They classified this as a variant of the relatively common condition, restless leg, leg syndrome, syndrome. Uh-huh. and directly attributed as being caused by his COVID infection. 
Dr. Nakamura said how COVID impacted patients' nervous system was not fully understood and a number of neurological conditions had been reported following infection. Mm-hmm. While restless leg syndrome has been associated with a COVID infection on two occasions, <clears throat> both in women under the age of 50 in Pakistan and Egypt, Dr. Nakamura said that this was the first published case of the virus causing restless anal syndrome. The man was given a daily dose of 1.5 milligrams of clonazepam, a drug used to treat seizures and fits, which alleviated his symptoms. Dr. Nakamura said that the man continues to improve after 10 months on the medication. So COVID causes squirmy butt. (laughs) Yeah. Lord have mercy. This... There is, there's somebody, they're not studying COVID rightly, in my opinion, at this point. <laughs> Wrong like, end, cowboy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not quite what I meant, but <laughs> I see what that. We have to play that song because nobody, uh-huh. nobody gets that reference. Uh-huh, that comes probably. from a uh, old radio show that did the song Chipmunks Roasting on an Open Fire. Yeah, Alvin your, and the Chipmunks. I'll let your brain enjoy little, it from there. Yeah, but... But yeah, I'm I'm seriously thinking that we're not studying COVID rightly. We're stuck on this whole respiratory thing. We're not studying it rightly. And while people who have it doing doing imaging and whatnot of the brain and the nervous system to see what it looks like before and after, because I mean, my own brother has seizures, mm-hmm. and I now know of three different people who after who have seizures, and then about th- ten to fourteen days after COVID, they have major seizure episodes where they haven't had them in years or at least not severe ones they've had like minor ones but there that is happening so there is something there i just don't think they're per, i don't think they're they're rightly studying it well and ahead i said of time. for years they because we don't want to because we then don't do health care we, we do, do sick, sick care. care exactly we'd rather you be sick and give you medicine than make prevent am or i surprised help that a respiratory because it's not just respiratory. It is no. respiratory and sinus. Yes, and Am I sinuses. surprised that a severe, mm-hmm. I mean massively severe sinus infection could cause nerve and or neurological issues? No, I'm not surprised. Neuropathy issues or things like that. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised in the least. People don't realize just how Am close. Am I going to laugh at every human being that could, had, has COVID-induced restless anal syndrome? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yes, I am. I am going to laugh it's hysterically. Just <laughs> I'm going to laugh until my bowels are loosened because it's hysterical because I'm sorry. I have joked for years that this is part of humanity's problem is we've kept our brains on the wrong end. And so we're having sinus infections that cause restless anal syndrome. They've proven it. They've proven it. <laughs> cranial, I was right. Cranial rectal inversion, inversion is a thing. The brains are in the wrong, wrong end. end. Oh, my gracious. Now, okay. But, to your point, though. Yeah. You're right. Why are you right, though, is the more important question. And the answer is because we're not actually looking at this from a scientific perspective or a medical perspective. We're looking at this too often from a political and public policy perspective. Exactly. Which is why are we wearing masks while riding our bikes and not wearing a helmet? Mm-hmm. Because they told me to. They told me to. And I didn't think about it. Well, why did they tell you to? I don't know. They just did. Yeah. Did they prove to you that it works? No, they just said that it did. Why yeah. is murder it, rate through the roof? Because we're not dealing with what's going on in our society. We're just... We're passively yeah. pushing it along until you, the snowball gets so big that we ha- do not passive aggressively can't help it becoming more aggressive because we can only yes. do passive aggressive for so, so long. long. Mm-hmm. Until it's, was that said. last week we did the the passive aggressive playbook? I think so. Same I think issues. It was. Yeah. Because but, but how often are all of those passive aggressive phrases? And mm-hmm. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go listen to it. It'll do you good. How often are all of those passive aggressive phrases just? They're not just office 
talk. Mm-mm. They're common parlance. Nowadays, it's the, yes. It's the words we use every single day. Yes. Because we can't communicate openly. We can't deal with things openly. We don't investigate things openly. Mm-hmm. So everything, law enforcement, medicine, communication, all of it becomes lost in this passive-aggressive swamp of deception. Now, what's yeah. the cure? What's the cure for all of it? Be honest about yourself, mm-hmm. what you're doing, and here it is, why, why you're doing it. Yep, exactly. beat that horse even though it died 28 years ago. The <laughs> why of life is so vitally important, and it is the reason why we have such lunacy in our culture. Nobody cares anymore about the why. Mm-mm, they don't. I mean, that's when I mean, we watched the news last summer. And you would see where, you know, one of the news anchors, well, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be peaceful. Literally in in the the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights of the United States Constitution, that you have the right to peaceably protest and petition your government for the redress of grievances. It's actually in there. You petition. You don't actually overthrow or you mean yeah. you're not supposed to anyhow. Yeah, we're not supposed to. That's a different to. discussion for another day. But I mean that's part of how this works. Now can my peaceably be angry? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's another yes. great audio I should have kept. You can be angry. But that that the oh I forget where he's from, but he's in he's an American now. Uh-huh. He still speaks with a British accent. And the school board threatened he was talking to one of the school boards about the garbage going on. Mm-hmm. And they threatened to have him removed because he was being angry. Mm-hmm. And he actually read them the Supreme Court case law on how public discourse can be caustic and angry and you have to sit there and take it. Good for him. And he's right because... See, America doesn't teach civics anymore. We don't teach basic government. But the point of the matter is... He does. He knows. failed to realize how many times times have you heard someone say this to me? Mm -hmm. Well, we're not really arguing. No, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. And how many times have you heard me say it to somebody else? No, no, we are. We are. We We disagree with each other. We're arguing. We're not having a conversation. We're arguing. We're arguing. (laughs) And that's... Okay. okay. You've heard me say this to adults in churches and uh-huh. in other places. No, we're arguing, yeah. and that's okay because we can disagree about this and still not kill each other at the end. And that's what we've lost as a society. Why have we lost that? Because we've lost concepts of truth. Mm-hmm. Because we've lost the concept that one of us is objectively right, which means one of us has to be objectively wrong. wrong. Everybody cannot be their own truth. There and is when we lose right that as the standard... What we try to do is accommodate. We try to make room for. We try to allow all of these little things in society. And when we can. We can. Mm-mm. There's got to be a final arbiter, scripture. There's got to be a firm foundation, Christ, mm-hmm. upon which we live and function. And when those things are cast aside, all of these other things are the fruit. The murder rate is not the root. No. Wearing masks while not wearing helmets is not the root. The, the silliness of these stories, this is not the root. These are the fruit of what is going on, not the cause. The cause is we have forgotten, as, as Jesus warns the, um, oh shoot, which church was it? One of the churches of Revelation. We have forgotten our first love. Mm-hmm. We have turned aside, as Paul warns Timothy, we have turned aside to myths. Mm-hmm. And we have no longer grounded ourselves on the truth. And as long as that's the case, we're going to continue to go on this road. Christian, remain faithful anyway. 
Yes. Gird up thyself for battle. We're dropping on thyself today. Gird up <laughs> thyself for battle. Prepare and recognize that through my perseverance, my faith is proven, and through my faith, my love of God is demonstrated, and my eternity is secure. Not because I'm good, but because he's good. Not because I'm accomplishing, but because he has already accomplished. Yep. So what have we learned here today, children? We are literally killing each other. Yes, we are. Wisdom and knowledge can be enemies. Mm-hmm. And apparently all of our sinuses are rear-facing. <laughs> <laughs> but it is okay, because for this too, Christ has overcome. Exactly. Questions, comments, complaints, send them to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. If there is a story we did not get to, send it there. If you want song selections for my future life as a share impersonator, that was something Lou and I were joking about yesterday. Oh, really? Don't send those, because we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> yeah, you're better off. <laughs> I, I, I get the, the private audience, the private show. Oh, no, you're, you're no fun. <laughs> you're no fun at all. I'm just truthful. I see how it is. So, <laughs> you gotta practice somehow. <laughs> anything there, send it in. We'll be glad to look at it. It's what we do. So until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.